0: Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Instrument Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. As an instrument pilot, how important is it for an approach that we get configured early? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here, M0A.com, and you are listening to the Instrument Pilot Podcast brought to you by our number one rated online ground school. Visit M0Atrial.com to take a two week free, no strings attached trial of our online ground school. So you can hop in there, see that brand new Instrument Pilot course, see the new learning management system with the science of learning that everyone has been talking about. So much lately. M0A trial, M Z E R O A trial.com for you to hop in there and learn more. Today's topic is one I've spent a lot of time perfecting, and that is this idea of getting configured early. You know, so a recommendation I often give my learners working towards instrument is man, in a perfect world, you could do your instrument in something slow like a Cessna 150. I always caution people when they say, oh, I'm going to do it in SR-22. I think that's awesome, but you better be fast. You better be thinking ahead of that airplane. You better have your systems, your procedures in place. And it's an excellent airplane. The avionics suite is incredible. I, I understand all of that. But, you must get configured early. Otherwise, you're simply just falling behind that airplane. Now, in last month, I think it was last month, if not um, two months ago, we talked about the approach brief and how to brief your approach. So, I'm not going to dive into that here. You can go find that previous episode. Again, if you're listening to this on iTunes or on Audible, you can just probably scroll up an episode and find that. You're watching this on YouTube or Facebook. You can go back and just search for the Instrument Pod podcast and find more videos related to this as well. On how to brief your approach. And, I talked about using the acronym R. Martha. I'm not going to dive all into what our Martha means here. I want to I honor your time. You can go back and catch the other episode that solely talks about that, on how to properly brief an approach, and how I personally brief my approaches. Today, I want to talk about, we've briefed the approach. Now, it's time to talk about the configuration aspect of things. How do you configure your airplane? I like to get configured early. When I say configured early, depending on my aircraft, that means flaps and gear. For most of you, that might just mean flaps. I am not a fan. This is Jason's personal opinion. Take it for what it's worth and just hear my argument on this. I am not a fan of flaps at the final approach fix. Flaps and gear, for that matter, in my opinion, need to both be accomplished before the final approach fix. And, I mean, well before the final approach fix. What do flaps have a tendency to do to your nose? For most of you, they have a tendency to make the nose come up a little bit. I made a mistake early on. And, you know what? It wasn't even my instructor's fault because they were just taught what they knew. And, it was just something you dealt with. But, it was at the final approach fix, we'd grab the glide slope, or, as we called it, top of the donuts. So when you're right there, you're about to intercept it. It's carb heat, power back to about 1,800, 1,900, 10 degrees of flaps. And, I'd watch the glide slope just keep on going down past me. right? And, I'd do this big balloon. And, then, there I would, the rest of my approach, be chasing the glide slope down. A much better way to do that is to get configured early. I will get configured five, six, seven miles out from the final approach fix. And, you may think I'm a little crazy. You're going, Jason, you're adding flaps and gear and slowing the plane down, prop full forward, all that stuff that far out. And, the answer is absolutely yes. I want to be focused on that one sole task of grabbing that glide slope, and flying it on down, not having to chase it, because of the tendency that those flaps add on the way up. In fact, I actually don't even add more flaps the entire way down the glide slope. Which brings me to my next question. How good are you? at landings with only 10 degrees of flaps. Because, if you're taking this thing down to truly minimums, and you break out at 200 feet AGL, there's no time to add the next notch of flaps. There's just time to make the best landing that you know how to make. Do you follow me when, I, when I'm saying that? So, often, we went, oh, I need to slow down a little more. Let's add some more flaps. Now, if you break out at 800 feet or 700 feet or even 600 feet, you've got time. You've got time to dump in that next notch of flaps. My rule is really... If I break out before around 300 feet, if I break around four, at 300, probably not. But if I break out, I'm talking AGL, by the way, um, 400 feet, yeah, I, I can sneak in maybe to 20 degrees of flaps and still safely land the airplane. I'm not a big fan of configuration changes below 300 feet AGL. I think at that point, you just need to focus on landing that airplane. So, how good are you at landing with 10 degrees of flaps? Because, landings, it's funny in instrument flying. For private pilot, you focus so hard on perfecting your landings. And, now, for instrument pilot, you hardly land the airplane, except when the lesson is done. You just get really good at go-arounds at this point. So, it's, the skill of landing erodes very quickly because you're not doing as many. Although, you're logging a ton of hours, you are not la- logging a bunch of landings in the instrument training environment. So, it may come as a difficulty to not just make a normal landing, let alone a landing with only 10 degrees of flaps. Just something else to think about that kind of adds to that equation. How are you with your 10-degree flap landings? Take it a step further. How are you with your circle to land? Wow. So, let's, let's take, a, take it a step back. I get to my final approach fix. Precision, non-precision, it doesn't matter, right? I'm getting configured early. I'm coming on down. In this case, I'm going to circle. Now, I'm circling with 10 degrees of flaps in. I'm going to have to add power. How good are you at maneuvering with 10 degrees of flaps in? And, knowing that you have 10 degrees of flaps in. I've never been a big fan of circling approaches. And I have done real circling approaches where, I mean, the ceilings were right at the circling minimums. And you are flying, I will never forget. Actually, I can tell you the story. The last time I did a circling approach was coming back from Oshkosh in flying into West Lafayette, where Purdue is. I think it's just called Lafayette Airport. I can't, I was just there. I should know the name. Much better weather this time. Coming back from Oshkosh flying with two of our team members in the technum. So, this was Oshkosh, I don't know, three years ago now, four years ago. Circling approach at night, in a little bit of rain. You know what rain does to land in light at night, as well. And, I just remember thinking, I'm so thankful I have other competent pilots here with me to help me through this, because this was— And, you're just— The landing light is, on occasion, catching the clouds that are just above you, and the rain that is coming out of them. And, you can see the runway. And, I remember asking Purdue, just, hey, can you turn turn up the lights for me? Can you turn up the lights all the way? So, we we have those, and, and we can work through that. Man, and we came around on the downwind, on the base, and just really worked our way on through it. And, again, made a successful, made a great landing. But, are you in a position, have you practiced doing all of that with 10 degrees of flaps in as well? You must get configured early. It just makes your life that much easier when you do it. You're briefing your approach even earlier. You remember from last month's episode, I'm a fan of briefing approaches even on the ground, starting out on the ground briefing our approaches, and then, working through those things. Brief our approach on the ground. Brief it again very, very early in the air. Then, I get configured early from there. Flaps, props, gear. When I say flaps, I mean, again, just 10 degrees, well before the final approach fix. Your goal at the final approach fix should be starting your time, grabbing the glide slope, whatever the task is for the type of approach you're working on at that final approach fix to work that on through. Mzero Nation, you are such a blessing uh, to myself, uh, to Magda, to this amazing team here at MZeroA.com. It was so great to see so many of you at Oshkosh. It really just lit us up uh, to see you all and get back to better than normal. I'm going to— Who wants to just get back to normal? I want to get back to better than normal. Maybe I'm the weird one now, and let's, let's be weird together. Uh, You all are absolutely outstanding. Thank you so much for everything you have done and will continue to do. Family takes care of family. If there's any way we can work to better serve you, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. MZeroA Nation, have a blessed, amazing, outstanding rest of your day. Please don't forget MZeroATrial.com. And, most importantly, remember, a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you.